Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. Before we begin, let me say a couple of things. To all of the people who are joining us, just starting now, let me say to you something about how to begin. Don't worry about going back and watching the daily devotionals that you've missed. Just watch the current day. If you happen to ever miss uh, a day, just watch the current day. And of course, if you get time, you can go back and watch it. But these build up because they're coming all the time. And uh, if you have feel like you've got to uh, go back and watch those you missed, it can become too daunting. Now, if the email, if you happen to be receiving this by email, uh, don't forget, you can just go straight to our website, brucedowns.org or thecatholicguide.com, and you can watch it there directly, 24 hours a day. So if for some reason your email doesn't arrive, you don't have to miss out. And finally, underneath the video, you will see that there's a place for comments. I read all the comments, whether they're on YouTube or Facebook, Instagram, wherever they happen to be, that people are commenting. I I read the comments because they influence the direction that we're going in this Lenten journey, this Lenten retreat. So I very much appreciate your comments. Thank you for taking time. And uh, uh, it really is very helpful to me. What I'm going to do today, I'm going to take a passage of scripture, but I'm going to spend a couple of days on it. Because there's a because if we want to go deeper, we need to go deeper into it to understand it. And so I want to set up some things to understand, and and I pray that the Lord would bless you uh, as this becomes clearer to you during this Lenten time. Well, I'm going to go to Matthew's Gospel, chapter nineteen, uh, chapter eighteen, and I'm going to read from verse twenty-one. Jesus is talking to his apostles and he's talking on the subject of forgiveness. We've talked so far about the forgiveness of God, that it's complete, absolute uh, and total. We've talked about the fact that God seeks for us to forgive ourselves. People talk about the fact that they feel guilty for things that they've done in the past. They can sometimes see the very things, the results of wrong that they have done in their life. People have talked about, Catholic people have talked about going to reconciliation, confessing things and still feeling guilty. God seeks for us to deal with that. And whilst we don't necessarily forget, the sting and the hurt does not need to affect our life. That when Jesus forgives, when God forgives, that forgiveness is total, complete, and we can experience that within our own life. So how are we meant to approach forgiveness between people? And we find Jesus talking about this, and it's here that we're going to spend our time. We're going to read from Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then Jesus came and said to Jesus, Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times, because to Peter that sounded like a lot. And Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. Now, when I was at school, and I remember this this passage coming up when we did religion classes, I remember one of the students put up his hand and said, how, you know, that's not all that much, 77 times seven, we could calculate that. And I still remember the teacher saying, but to those who couldn't do maths maybe back then, it was a huge amount, a huge amount. And I've never forgotten that, 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 that we're meant to give, forgive over and over and over and over again. Now, in verse 23, it goes on and it says this. Jesus says, For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts 
with his slaves. Now, the other translations, they don't call it slaves. They call it uh, people who worked for you. In, in Scripture, there was people who were, who were employees as such, servants as such, distinctive to a slave who had no say over their direction. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves, with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was was brought to him, and he could not pay. His Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and children and all his possessions and payments to be made. So powerful people who owned servants and slaves were able to sell them to, to others. Verse 26, so the slave fell on his knees before him saying, have patience with me and I'll pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. And then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. But he refused. And then he went and threw him into the prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you have had, should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So, My heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. This is an awesome passage of Scripture, but it's rich and dense. And a surface reading of it, a surface reading of it doesn't necessarily give us the fullness of understanding. Thus, the reason we're going to spend a little bit of time, a few days, just digging into what this is. So let's have a look at it again. Peter comes to Jesus. He said, how many times should I forgive? Jesus says many. Then he says, for this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who used his, who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he, be, when he began the reckoning, one who owed 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he couldn't pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold. Now, let's just talk about what 10,000 talents is, because Jesus is making a point. And to us, we, we don't understand what that meant. A talent, one single talent, was the equivalent of 15 years wage. One talent was the equivalent to 6,000 drachma, right? which was a, a, a lesser denomination, which was the equivalent of 15 years wage. So one talent, 15 years. So 10,000 talents, think about how much that was, right? One talent was 15 years wage, 10,000 talents was. Now, in their world, in their currency, in their thinking, 10,000 was as high as you went, as you could think. I remember being at school again, and a million dollars seemed such an incredible amount of money. And then you would say, well, what's after a million? And then I remember the teacher going, a billion. And we used to hear about millions a lot. And then you heard about billions. And then now we hear the world talking in trillions. Like we've had companies like Apple and others who've become our first trillion dollar companies. And then it's kind of like, I actually don't know what's on the other side of a trillion. 
And so to them, 10,000 was, Jesus was making a point, this is beyond what we can even imagine. This is beyond what we can even imagine. To give some context, Herod the Great, King Herod, the tax that he brought in from all of his territories was only 900 talents. Some scholars tell us 10,000 talents would have been the equivalent of the taxes of up to four nations being paid to the king. So the king brings in this slave and he says, you owe me 10,000. What's the slave say? The slave says, give me time. And the slave knows he has no chance of paying this incredible, fantastic amount. That's inconceivable. The king knows he can't. And so the king says to him, all right, I forgive the debt and lets him go. There's no alternative. Throw him into prison. He was never going to be able to pay it there. Now, we don't pick that up. We just think 10,000 talents is a lot and that the guy's in debt and he paid. But it is an inconceivable debt. Now, what's Jesus likening this to? Jesus is likening it to sin, to sin. Now, if we go to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, uh, and we read uh, from verse 12, it says, And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors, and do not bring us into the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Jesus is talking about forgiving, not just debt, financial debt. Jesus is talking about forgiving others who have wronged us. And Jesus goes so far as to say, to the degree you forgive, you will yourself be forgiven. Think about this. Have a look at it again. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Might Jesus be saying that to us, if you don't forgive, then I won't forgive the sin in you. Think about that. If you don't forgive, but if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Jesus is attaching the forgiveness of God, which is fantastic. What God has done for us, which is total, absolute, complete, which is beyond what we could ever repay. God is likening that and saying, we too need to be people of forgiveness. And if we're not, then the forgiveness that we seek, God will not grant us. Now I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause, let it hang there. And then we'll come back tomorrow. Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. Lord God, your love, your forgiveness is inconceivable. Help us, Lord, to expand our heart in this Lent journey to understand what this Lent is all about, that your love is incredible, fantastic, beyond what we could ever consider. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.